The following presentation does not represent Australian opinion or intellect. We do not speak for any religious order or ethnic minority. We are not political scientists or uni graduates. We're insignificant upper-lower-class scum, comparing notes and airing grievances. It's just our opinion. Deal with it. By, by 1990, no Australian child will be living in poverty. You should show out. I'm stuck on freeways. Don't go on Princess Highway because I don't know the roads. I don't use my maps anyway. <laughs> I get caught. I get caught kind of ways, all in the traps. I get get loaded. Can't get Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm thinking I might someone carrying it like a um, like a VS Club Sport or something. VS, like a manual Club Sport. Why? Always want to run. VS, they can you get any good ones now these days? Yeah, they're getting tough to find. Getting or, pretty old, even man. a VX or a VT Club Sport. You know what? The VXs are all right. The SSs, they're pretty cool. Dude, you could pick up a fucking VY now for like fucking nothing, man. What are VYs with? I'll go in right now. Yeah, I've had a little look. I really want. To, I really though? want a Club Sport though, like Hubby. How much are you looking to spend? Like, in all honesty, like... Well, I was having a look, and you can get VT, VX around, like, 12-ish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? And it's cool, because you get, like, a... You know, it's, like, a spe- specific build number and stuff. It's just kind of cool. Oh, you're question. staying in the gully, man. I was just... Gonna, yeah, <laughs> but it sounds like you're just gearing up for the gully specs. Shut up. What? Let me shut up. I'm being serious. Like, I'm just being honest. <laughs> I saw one the other night and I was just like, fuck, I've always wanted one of those. It's like it's a nice manual V8. Okay, what are, what do those cars drink? Seriously, how much do those cars drink? Uh, I don't know. Probably what? similar to mine now. What does your car drink? How many Ks do you get to a full tank? Oh, depends. It's, it's, they're like, the V8s in my car are really good on like long trips, but... No, city. Like, we're talking standard run of the mill. About 400 in mine. How big is a tank? 60. That's a joke. But, like I said, if I go, like, to sale or something, I'll get, like, close to 600. Okay. How often... You go to sale now out of obligation. You don't always have to get a sale. You're better off buying a fucking Kia Rios or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like... But the cool thing with those cars is, like, if I get one, it's never really going to depreciate, like... It's never going to depreciate. Not if you get, like, a clubby or something. It'll stay, like... The clubby's never going to depreciate. Are you kidding? From now, not really. How old's the car? Like, VSs are starting to go up now, like... Why would they go up? Because it's just, like, only made a specific amount, and... You know what I mean? And, like, they just... But... It's just a... <laughs> you know what I didn't get about those cars? What year did the VS come out? Do you Nick, remember, Nick? 90s, uh... VS. VS, so VRs were 90... VPs were 93, so VRs were 94 to... For about 95, and they sort of scrapped that, made it better with a VS, so 95 to 97. That's 98. a 95 car. That's a 20-year-old car. 20 years old. Now, do you know what are the differences between a VT and a VS? Body a- shape, that's it. Other than body shape, interior-wise. Interior-wise? Yeah. What are the differences? VS is probably better. <laughs> okay. But are there any differences? It's the, a pretty... The, the interior is pretty different. You think about it, 
like from what I remember the VS and the VT to be, it was a pretty stocky interior. Like it wasn't anything mm. with LED screens no, and no. fucking, like, you know, I was having this conversation the, uh, yesterday, yeah, about how my car, even though it's a 2003 model car, the in- the inside had a DVD player, a sat a sat nav system, like, and a six CD stacker. That was standard, standard for a, a, a 2003 car. Because when the car came out, it was worth like 50, 60 Gs. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The v- the VS and the VT. What can you pick them up now? Like four? What, just a standard yeah, VT? Yeah, standard v- VS or whatever. Pick <laughs> like a grand. Yeah, it's a grand. It's a grand. It's a twenty year old car that drinks stupid amount of fuel. There's nothing. It looked like a standard Holden compared to all the other Holdens, and it wasn't like it was anything flash. Why the fuck would you buy that car now? It's not like it was a a Brocky fucking VL or something where, you know, it's going to be worth millions and it's in mint condition. Like, because I know those are worth a lot of money now. Found one for him. Yeah. No, but but Dylan said like it doesn't make sense to invest in something like that when you've got a fucking Stato now. Why would you go backwards and buy something like that? Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a VS, but, like, if I got a VX, that'd be the same spec as what my would you, car is now. Would you now. spend 20 grand? Nah. I, would, I wouldn't spend that much on a car. Dude. VX Club Sport R8 Supercharged, top mount, LS112 blower. Oh. Our top supercharger, full done to the rim. Look at this. Yeah, but like, how many Ks would that thing have on it? 170 something on it. 170,000 Ks on a car that's like 20 years old. Yeah. But it's not like it was a, a niche car or that's a... That's a 2002. Those cars two. could be cabs for all we know. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, what, it's not like it's a coupe, like an R31 coupe that's an import. You know what I mean? It's just sort of like a limited thing. It's a standard run-of-the-mill off the factory floor. Yeah, club sports are limited, though. Like, they have... Each one has this, like, inside the dash. Yeah, yeah. It's got, like, the build number, so it's, like, only a limited amount. I know, I know what you're saying. You know what you do, though? Instead of getting a clubby, if you're going to go for, like, a VT or a VX, whatever, get a Senator. Oh, I love Senators. Dude, yeah, I love you've senators. got the classy on the outside, but you still got the V8. Mm. The only thing with Senators, they don't really come in manual. And I kind of want a manual. I'm sick yeah. of auto now. <laughs> Do you know what it is, man? I yeah. think it's because I never saw Holden as a, that market of a car, like mm. where it's like an import or a fucking sport. It's just, yeah. for me, it's just like it's another family car. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a, the, yeah. like the, bom- the common door. You know what I mean? Common whore. Yeah, everyone, yeah, the common whore, the bomber door. Like, Clitter door. <laughs> every, every account's got one. <laughs> no, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a VT. It's, yeah. just, it's a fucking family car. Like, my uncle could own a VT and take his fucking wife to church every Sunday. Like, I, deal. You know what, though? I do remember, because when Con owned the Holden dealership and stuff, he'd bring home whatever he wanted. And when the first VEs came out mm-hmm. in the ute, and they had the six point something liter V8. Like My best it. mate's got one, VASS. Dude, he bought it over, and he goes, take it for a drive, and this thing was fucking powerful, man. Mm. Oh, no, they're, nice. they're fucked up cars. But I know what I you agree. mean, but I know what you mean. Like, it's yeah, kind of like you like, associate that with a family car. Like, yeah, it's like, a, it's like, really? Yeah. It's like, you know, the, um, do you watch the, like, Bathurst and stuff? Do you watch the V8? Yeah, but it's all gone to shit now. Yeah, remember, like, we t- I remember we talked about it, like, on the first fucking podcast, right? You look at the, it's like, dude, they're just, they're family cars with big engines just driving around a track. Like, does that make sense? Mm. I didn't see it as anything special. Yeah. You ever just thought like, about buying yourself a Skyline again? Or something yeah, like that? Toyed, toyed with the idea, Troman. Yeah? I've never had a V8. Always wanted one. Yeah. Manual. Just to be able to say that you had the V8. Does it have manual. to be a Holden? Not just to say it. I just like the feel of driving a v- manual V8. Does like, it have yeah. to be a Holden, though? You uh, prefer a Holden? I really want a Clubby. I've always liked them. Yeah. I uh, will... Well, be prepared to like you have to be prepared to take a loss on a car like that though, like 
resale value won't be. They've got 170,000 clicks on the clock already. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like me buying an R31 again now. I'd love to have one just sitting in the driveway, but I can't afford to buy bread right now. That's a nice R31. Bread, R31. <laughs> yes. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. This is poor me, like, thinking, like, my mentality. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you'd have to have it in the driveway as your Sunday driver. You wouldn't be able to use it every day. Well, I said to Ren, I go, when we buy a bigger house, I'm going to have, like, or my country farm. I'm going to actually have, I'm going to get a VK shell. Yep. VK and just just make it look clean, nothing flashy, whatever, and just load that engine up like anybody's bitch, man. But I love the VKs, man. I yeah. fucking love them. Yeah. I got a mate that did that with the um a, a silhouette like mine. He's just bought it to put it back to stock. Well, they used to call them sleepers. Sleepers, yeah, sleeper car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but it looks like stock from that, the outside. Yeah. It's super clean. Just all the original. Shit. He had a heart attack. I gave him. I gave him like my original Nissan um. Headphones that used to come in the silhouette. It was Nissan spec headphones. That's and cool. the front, yeah, the grandpa grill yeah. for the uh, thing gave yeah. him all that. He was like losing his mind. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. I said to him, I had it. We're at like a family function. We had a function like a first birthday or something. And then he was talking about it to someone else, like about his car. And then they've said, "Oh, Tim probably has all that sort of shit." He's like, "What, really?" He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim, I'm like, what? Do you still have all your old R31 stuff? Yeah, man. It's in my mum's garage. The guy's eyes just like lit up. <laughs> serious? What do you got? I'm like, I don't know, four silver wheels, the hubcaps. The hubcaps? I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> he ended up taking me to dinner for it. Like, what do you want for it? I'm like, nothing, man. We'll go get a beer or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about it now. Fuck, man, where did you park? Did you park on the street where we were? Just in front park? of you. Just in front of you. Was yeah. there heaps of spaces there? No. Dude, when I pulled up. You're parking with shit. I had to like weasel my way in because you're like right in the center of two. No! Do you know why? King Jim. No, do you know why, man? Well, you should have got here earlier. <laughs> Shut up about that. Plenty of parking. Shut up about that. Mr. One and a half hour late. Yeah. Shut up about Dude, that. When I pulled up, there was a woman in like some. Fight. Was there a Subi parked across the road? Did you, I don't know if you noticed, like a silver Subi. Didn't notice. I was just in a hurry to get in here. Dude, when I pulled up, she was standing at her car, or holding some picture frame, just standing there at the back door, right? And like she's shutting the doors or whatever. I've pulled up and just pulled up behind her, and I, I reversed to try and straighten up or whatever. She watched me pull up. I sat there, I took my time, like, you know, turning everything off, and then she watched me, she opened a door, put a picture frame whatever back in her car, got back in her car, did a U, like, drove away, did a U-turn, and parked on the other side of the road. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? Cause it, no, no, I'm serious. Just cause. <sighs> like, she, like, she was out of her car, like, ready to walk away, and she saw me pull up. She's like, Ooh. She got back in her car and moved the car to the other side of the road. <laughs> Some thug. <laughs> I'm not even joking. She's going to come break into my car. Dude, I'm not even joking. I got out of like, I was, I You see me putting coins in the yeah, thing? Yeah, I watched it get I'm not going to hurt you. It's I okay. I watched it get out and she's standing there. And I just looked at her and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying she moved away because she was... Like, do, you, do you tell me why she would have moved away? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. She probably thought drive by. I'm not even. She looks starchy as fuck, like a Jeanette or something. Yeah, like a Susan or a Jeanette. Oh, I'm swear. She probably a thought. Like, probably thought I'm just not going to be on the same side as this guy. I'm not even joking, dude. She got back in her car and moved it to the other side. Oh my god. I'm not that 
bad? Like, clean shave? His number plate doesn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe it, could, it could mean terrorist or something. <laughs> maybe she just thought you were cute and she's trying to get your attention. Like, the old moving bat, to the other side of the, the road. Pat was about to walk away from her car and then got back in her car. Yeah, because she's like, oh, if I just move now, he'll notice me. Really? Maybe he'll come and just drop his number <laughs> on my lap. <laughs> really? Drop his number on my lap? Drop something else? Okay. <laughs> like what, Nick? Huh? Like what? Like you being late by an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said I left at 9.30 We meant to be here at 9.30 Wait, I said 9.30 Between 9.30 and 10 I would have been here at 10 but Well if you said between 9.30 and 10 Why don't you just say 10 If you're going to leave at 9.30 Because you guys always rock up late anyway So I was here at 8.30 <laughs> I was, yeah, I was He was here at like yeah. quarter past nine <laughs> That's rare for Jimmy how is it rare for me? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Trying to take the heat off myself. <laughs> I like he's trying to make it less and less. Like, oh, look, it's 9.30 and 10, 10 o'clock. I got here at 11. It's an hour, not an hour and a half. But you're a fuckhead. No, the traffic, the, the collision, though. Come on. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's what we're going to blame it on, the collision. Yeah. Just take Prince's Highway, man. So I bought an e-tag for nothing. You actually bought an e-tag? Yeah. <laughs> Specifically to come here because it's like really. Mm. What about Eastlink? Don't you use it for that? I never got. I never bought an e-tag for Eastlink. I used to just buy them like as I went. Is that more expensive? Uh, yeah, it is actually. Dude, seriously, just just go and print this highway. All right, I'll throw like, my I'll throw my e-tag out the window when I get in my car and just. No, no, no I'll just saves you money though because you're. Paying e tag and you're paying for parking here. It's like, just annoying because you get an e tag expecting that to save you time, nah. and then I just yeah, but it, you think it save you money as well, but it's it's not that cheap. Dude, I'd rather I'd rather spend an extra ten minutes on the road than pay fifteen bucks for these cunts. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck that. Well, I've said it before about how like just the trip into the city is like eight dollars each way or something yeah, with the, the tolls. Yeah. And initially, like like I said, every every wog especially doesn't want to spend money on that. Like they think it's a hundred dollars. And I used to justify like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to take the the East, uh, the City Link or whatever. But then, like, you start seeing your credit card. It adds so up, you man. buy it in bulk, like, you buy it in increments. Packs. Yeah, like, 40, <laughs> they retop your thing up. Yeah. Minimum's, like, $40 re- retop-ups. Mm, yeah. How many times I've gone into the city for a dinner or something, thinking, yeah, it's fine, i got money on my credit card. I get to the city, go to pay for parking, whatever, and then just look at my credit card balance, it's, like, minus 45. Yeah. Look what happened. And the minimum, the minimum, minimum threshold is, like, $20, so as soon as you go yeah. to $20, it automatically tops it up. Yeah. And you can't choose a lower amount, no. so, yeah. So they're automatically deducting yeah. money from you, like, it's like, what are you taking it for? Yeah. I've is still it, got money in my account. jamming your ass yeah. for you? <laughs> you know what, that's like, man, that's like, um, Fiverr, you know, the... That outsourcing for media shit that I used, like, to try and get our logo and stuff done, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It works the same way where you buy credit using a credit card or mm-hmm. however you want, and then, like, you know, you move it across. Yeah. Because of, like, a shit job that got done, well, I don't think it was even that. I think it's just because I deposited money into the account thinking, yeah, I'll use it. There's still $25 worth of credit sitting there. You can't take it I back I can't out. get back. No, you can't. That money's going to be sitting there forever. Like, I'm never going to use Fiverr again. <laughs> just donate it to some guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'd like way, to pull out my uh, $13 piece out of my... Uh... Only way I can think of doing it, honestly, is if I create another fake account. Like, not another fake account. Create a, a, a second account. Send it to yourself. And send it to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Do some work for myself. Yeah. That's the only way. Like, I'm, mm. I'm just thinking about it now. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm just thinking about a scam. <laughs> <laughs> Typical trollman. No, no, I'm serious. Like, I'm just thinking about it now off the top of my head. That's one way we work. I'd have to pay some sort of fee to Fiverr, obviously. Yeah, you're going to like lose five bucks somewhere. 10 or yeah, whatever it's going to yeah, be. Yeah. But that's honestly how I'm going to get it back. Yeah. How the fuck am I going to do that? Get down to the Fiverr offices and go give them back my fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Just walk in there. Having the Fiverr office. They're like, do you know how many companies are like that? Um, 
oh fuck, what was it? There was another big, big net company that not net company, but it operates in the mm. same sort of like Uber, like Uber's offices. Yeah. Have you seen Uber's offices? No. I was talking to one of the Uber drivers. Are they like, Uber? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've got like an office somewhere in the city where they went for training or mm. like to get clearance or something. Some alleyway. It's literally just like one room with a desk. Like there's nothing there. Mm. Welcome this to Uber. What? And it's got that little hen with the water. You know, the <laughs> <chicken>? <laughs> and, the, and the ball thing. Yeah. <laughs> What's that ball thing called? I have no yeah, idea. That comes off... Um, Isaac Newton's, it's a, one of his things. Re- theory of relativity or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. That's all you see on the desk and a piece of paper and a pen. <laughs> yeah, a ballpoint pen. Welcome to Uber. Yeah. No, no, but there's heaps of companies like that now. They're just set up so there's no overheads. It's yeah. like, yeah, we don't need anyone there. There's physically no one there. Yeah. How can you have like a company like Uber with like one desk, one guy? We could run a multi-million dollar company for right here. We could. No one knows. Yeah. But that's it. I'm, I'm not even joking. You could treat, like, that's the whole point. In in today's like real estate, in today's like all these overheads that would cost money, mm. people just chop it down to absolute bare basics. Where yeah. it's literally a guy with a laptop. But that's all you need these days. Yeah, that's all you need. But like, you can easily create the face of a company just by doing that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like when Johnny tells us his invention, I'm sure he'll <laughs> when he when he starts his uh, multi million dollar company. I know you want my invention to. Steal I don't it. want your fucking invention. I, know I you just want to know what it is. I know you want to steal I like it. I you said uh, the invention was here to help us. Yeah, you know, you know a good way. To, like, protect your invention? How about you patent it, right? Like, just tell us the invention and go and get it, like, copyrighted and yeah. <laughs> So no one can take it because then you can sue. I know what you're going to sue for. I've got nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> um, you mentioned net before, and it reminded me. Tell me about your internet, dude. I wanna, you haven't been wanting to tell me about your NBN. Oh, the NBN. Oh, how'd that go? Is oh, it yeah, good or bad? I left, here, I left here in a hurry to get home before the techies rocked up, yeah? Mm-hmm. They had said to me between one to five. I got there right? at seven. No. I got a call. I went from here. I went to Wavos to just do quick groceries because we got out of here by twelve. Yeah, you were stressing about not getting there in time or whatever. Yeah, right. We got out of here by twelve because we were here early that yeah. day. We did three hours, so it was twelve thirty or something, quarter past twelve. Yeah. I was in Wavos at Woolies buying something, and I got a call. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm about fifteen minutes away." I'm like, fifteen? Like, it was not even twelve thirty yet. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Can you do me a favor? And check some connection box or some shit. He asked me to check something. I'm like, uh, yeah, man, no worries. <laughs> I was in there putting bananas in a plastic bag. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm checking, you know? Can you please uh, cut the black wire for us and tell us what happens? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Building a fire. <laughs> Touch the fuse box with wet fingers. <laughs> tell me what happened. <laughs> um, I'm like, yeah, all right. I went home and outside of my door in the building, they've got like a little panel, like the NBN guys put a little panel in when they ran the wiring from the front of the mm. building. To inside the building, yeah. <laughs> Fucking dumb cunts. They did the dodgiest job. They left these big holes for like two weeks. Didn't think to paint like anything. Just left it sawdust everywhere. I'm like, yeah, all right. Um, call the guy up. We go, listen. I go, there's a little panel box outside of my door. Does that, oh, okay, is that connected to inside your apartment? I go, oh, I've got a fucking idea. All right. Just call into the uh, wall space for us. And, yeah, um... yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it comes down. This guy, man, got there before 12. Like, before one, sorry. So I'm like, okay. Rare. Get the chair, he gets in, he opens the thing up, he goes, right, okay, so the connection's here, is there one inside your apartment? I'm like, well, no. All right, well, there needs to be. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Okay, this is, I don't know anything. Tell us who's meant to do it or something, apparently. And there were talks in the owner's corporation, everyone had the same issue. And um, I said, so what do I do now? He's all right, well, you've got to organize for a sparky to, oh. to put in a hole and a connection, like, somewhere in your place. So, like, to run it from that box. Through, okay, how are you meant to do that? I go to... Three-story apartment building. Yeah, I don't know. 
figure it out. <laughs> yeah, no, so it looks like you're just plain old internet still. Yeah, plain old internet. I oh, so you know haven't yet. No, you know what, Dude, I thought you were connected. No. Oh, no, my I'm God. fucking be in, man. They gave me another date. And like, all right, there's another techie coming out on this day. I'm like, what for? Okay, I, I said, I can't afford to pay for a sparky to come and do it. Then I spoke to someone else who had the same issue in the building, and they said they should be providing that somehow. Like, yeah. we're on your ISP, and they, they should do it. Yeah. I said, well, fuck. And then I cracked it, because I called up. Did I tell you what happened with the whole Dodo thing? No. <laughs> when they sent the modem, yeah, uh, they, they didn't send the modem. I said I can go pick up the modem. And remember they sent me the Cranbourne yeah. or whatever, and yes. I cracked it. Yes. I found there was a centre in Clayton. I said, all right, I'll go, I'll go and pick it up one day. That's where I picked up my, my Dodo modem from years ago, Clayton. Yeah. Mm. Dude, that day when I left here, the week before the NBN guy came out, I was on the phone with Dodo from here all the way to my house. It was like a half an hour, 35 minutes. I took a screenshot of the conversation that I was on hold for like 20 minutes. The whole conversation went for like 28. You got to Clayton before? Like- yeah, literally. Yeah. And I was on the phone asking him, trying to verify, can I pick up that modem from anywhere? Cause I can't pick it up from Cranbourne. And, like, literally, oh, I'm going to ask my supervisor. I'm going to go to the other department. Please hold, please hold, please hold. Half an hour later, I got a, yeah, yeah, you can pick it up anyway. Just tell him the situation. You sure? Yeah, it's fine. It's all right. Dude, the day came to go pick it up. Like, I had my free, like, my day off. I finished work early. I think I finished work early. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll go to Clayton because I was going there anyway. I've called them up, just trying to verify, just to confirm, because I didn't want to start driving around all over town. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? I was on the phone for another half an hour. Oh, my God. I was sitting out to, oh, now I'm just going to get verification from the Clayton Depot that you can pick it up. Are you able to pick... I'm sitting outside the Clayton Depot. I was in the car park for 15 minutes outside the Clayton Depot, another half an hour. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, we've never heard of this. Don't know why. <laughs> we've never heard and of this. Like, so you bought it from Cranbourne? I go, you signed up from Cranbourne? No, I didn't. I go, I signed up at Waverley Gardens. What do you mean? Um, there was a pop-up stand at Waverley Gardens Shopping Centre. <laughs> where, where is Waverley Gardens? No. So you bought it from Cranbourne and you want to get it from Waverley Gardens? Oh. Like, she just kept going around. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I had nothing to do with Cranbourne. Like, I don't know what, like, literally half an hour and then I lost it. And I'm pretty sure it was her that I cracked it at. I think it was her that I cracked it at. Sorry, okay. so you, you don't yeah, have to be so I spent an hour on the phone just trying to confirm details that I already knew. And they were giving me completely random shit. And then after the, the Dodo, after the NBN guy left as well, I think I got another call. I can't remember. It was either her or the next call. One of the two. And I lost it. I'm like, I can't even use this NBN connection. But I know that I paid a connection fee up front, like 160 bucks or whatever. And I'm paying $7 a month extra for NBN when I don't have either of, like, nothing of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, what I can do is take, uh, I can drop your account 5 bucks a month, like, for you. But like, I haven't got it! Like, yeah. why are you dropping... So, I'm, I'm basically paying what I was paying for normal ADSL2 now. I want my money back. Yeah, but <laughs> I've had to pay $150 connection fee for NBN even though I don't have it. And I, I may not have it because I, I can't afford a Sparky to come out and, and put a new hole in. That in seems so wrong. Yeah. Have but, you got NBN down in the gully? No, not yet. No. What's the point? So what is it? Like, it just makes the internet faster? Is that what it it's, is? It's, yeah, it's um, different it's, cable. It's a different grid. It's a different grid, mm. but it's old. That's the whole. That was the whole argument, dude, that the the new grid that they're putting in is still old, shitty technology, like copper cabling and not fiber optic stuff. Remember, like, um, I think Prince Arthur was talking about it. Because I heard something like, even fucking, like, Romania have better oh, like, internet than us. Australia, yeah, we've got the worst. Australia's in, if you look it up, yeah, we're the, one of the internet worst quality in the... across the world. Dude, Sweden, I think it was Sweden or Switzerland, one of those countries, like, 20 years ago, had the best internet. They had, like, fiber optic shit. Yeah. 
two decades ago. Man, they're getting their pages bought up without even you pressing anything yet. No, no, literally. <laughs> I'm not even, and considering we're not a developing nation, yeah. there's no reason why we have such shitty internet. Another thing I heard with NBN, like, there's like a standard base one which most people sign up to because mm. they're not aware that you need to pay a higher rate to get the faster speeds. Otherwise, you're just getting ADSL 2 speed. Yeah. So, and they don't really explain that to you. So, no. if you just go on the base package of NBN, you upgrade for nothing, basically. Exactly. And pay yeah. more money. Yeah, no, exactly. Because it's the fine print that people don't realise. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, we've got NBN. You've, yeah, got, you've got to pay a higher rate to get the faster speeds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so stupid. Well, they just laugh. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah. So NBN's a crock of shit. It is. It's dated technology, mm. dude. If you look it up, you'll see where Australia sits as far as internet quality. Mm. It's terrible. It was a big blunder by the government, apparently. Like they just fucking. Oh, they just rushed it. Rushed it in, man. They didn't yeah. give a fuck. They. they Trying to get votes, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, we're signing this, we'll, we'll be fine. All these fucking fuck with solutions for shit. So you don't have it, dude. I was I was under the assumption that you actually had it now and you're connected. No, man, I'd be so happy. <laughs> I didn't even have it yet. So basically, you shouldn't have to foot the bill for the Sparky, right? That should be your building because they were meant to. Yeah, but the building was erected four years ago. Yeah, and you've got to go through the body corporate and all them to like. To do it. Have you sussed out how much it's going to cost for a Sparky to do the thing? Dude, I nearly had a tooth pulled last week because I couldn't afford to get a cavity filled. Mm. Like, why would I look up for a Sparky to... That's a, a frivolous expense. Like, I don't need inter- I don't need high-speed internet. Mm. I just pulled up an article. Australia's internet speeds are a global embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. L- exactly. Like, literally a global embarrassment. Yanks come here and they, they're just frustrated with how slow our internet is. Like, why is it so slow? Poor game for the most livable city, Dimitri. It is. Dude, there's more and more shit that we tear apart. That makes no sense. Like, dude, the cat... Do you know how close I came to having my tooth pulled last week? Uh, uh, You were pretty much leaving and saying that you were going to get it pulled out. Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting in the chair, right? Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Dude, I swear. In my head, I'd already forfeited that tooth. Like, that tooth was gone, right? Like, this is nothing but pain and, like, money. I can't do it. I'm out. You said goodbye to Old Reliable, basically. You said I, didn't, I didn't even question it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. I sat in the chair, and the woman's, the dentist, she was like, so, are you okay? Like, you know, is that what you want to do? Like, are you okay with that? I'm like, well, what choice do I have? And she's like, I'm just saying, like, so you came here with it, with it in your head that you're going to lose this tooth. Like, you know, you're, you're comfortable with that. I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, that's what I said. I go, well, what are my options? She's like, okay, A, I can put temporary filling in and that'll, like, I'll clean it up, put the temporary filling in and that'll buy you some time. Yeah, so you can have a think about it. <laughs> two, two, we do the root canal. Or three, we pull a tooth. And I said, okay, well, A... I'm going to have to fucking put a temporary... A temporary feeling is not going to do anything because we'll just be back at square one It's going to be a waste of money. Yeah, it's a waste of fucking time. Three, I don't have money for a fucking root canal. I go, what's a root canal worth? She goes, oh, between 1500 to two grand. I'm like, yeah. I go, I don't have that money. Like, I don't. I actually don't have that money. I can't get it. So what options do I have? She says, yeah, well, I guess you're right. I'm like, yeah, I am right. So we'll numb you up. Dude, I was literally like in the 11th hour, seconds away from getting like the tooth pulled. And then just this thing came over me. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to keep my tooth. Like, I'm, 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 tooth. I'm worth keeping my tooth. <laughs> you know why, man? In my head, I thought, you know what? I'm paying bills like for shit that I'm not even seeing results for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my, all my body corporate shit. And like just, I pay my bills on time, man. Yeah. People leave like electricity bills for months, like final notice. And the lights are... Yeah, no, no. Oh, like, literally, dude. <laughs> People leave bills 
to the last second. You know what I mean? Literally till they get a note saying, we're coming to your house. Some, so remember, there's just some, some guys, guys are coming. coming. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, you know, I, I try and pay my bills promptly. I put money on my credit card. I put money on the water bill before I put food in my stomach, right? And I've been doing it for fucking, since I was a kid. Just so it's done out of your mind. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's the right thing to do. I'm like, hang on, man, I'm going to lose a tooth. And it's one of these ones here, like down the bottom where they're like my my meat-eating teeth, man. Like I need them, you know what I mean? <laughs> Forget steak. I wouldn't be... I'd have a big fucking gap there. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, now fuck this, man. Someone can wait. I don't care if it's the electricity company. I don't care if it's the fucking water company. You know what? They're going to send you out three warnings before they yeah. even decide to... Fuck this... So you, you got about a month or two to play yeah. with. Okay. I, thought, I, was, I was actually disgusted. Dude, I, put, and I, I was explaining this story to someone at work. I can't remember who it was. Because they'd asked me how I went with my tooth. And I told them that I, I didn't get it pulled. I kept it, whatever. And I was talking to them about how I was feeling about it. And they're like, yeah, good. You put your body first. You know, like... Because once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, you put your body first. I'm like, yeah. For the first time in... Mm. Years, like I actually put myself first. I didn't destroy myself. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, just for the sake of like a bank getting another hundred bucks. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, you've always done. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. But that's what shit me. Like I was actually disgusted with myself that I came that close to losing an adult tooth for one hundred and fifty bucks to two grand. That like, little guy that's always been with you for all these years, you're just gonna dismiss him. And no, but dude, like it wasn't even a thought in my head. All yeah. I thought was two grand. Oh, I haven't got two grand. All right, bye. Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> bye. So long, little fella. No, no, no. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking, dude. I don't mean, you've done that, man. Like, like with the whole holiday thing. We were breaking your balls to go on a holiday and you still felt bad or guilty about taking a holiday. Mm. You're still an idiot. I still maintain that. You should have gone away even yeah. just even for a week just to go somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Just, just to break, to break out of that thing. That's why I, I, I'd gone to Malaysia because I cracked. It's like about three and a half years but I've been paying my water bills on time every fucking day. Like, Fuck come that. on, man. Yeah. It's a joke, dude. And that, then I started thinking about the whole livable city thing because more articles were coming up in the paper about, you know, shit in the fan and everyone's losing their minds. Dude, there was something on the net. Oh, the morning show this morning when I was oh, getting yeah. ready. Did you see Which it? one? Channel 10 or 9? Uh, the one Koshy's on. Seven. Seven. <laughs> Seven? <laughs> I got Sunrise. I just turned the TV on and yeah. it was on while I was getting ready. There were these fucking three panelists all giving their, you know, views. views. And they've said something like one in four Australians has got less than $400 in the bank for savings. I've one, one got $10.99 at the moment. Dude, I had my last... I was surprised. I had a 20 like in my pocket till this morning, and I bought a coffee and a sandwich Let with it. Let me check my internet banking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been... <laughs> dude, my, my internet... I've got $10.99. <laughs> Thank you. Right there. $10.99? All right, I'll do you one better. <laughs> it's enough for a 7-Eleven sandwich. <laughs> a Slurpee. A sl- and a Slurpee. Dude, if I get the cheaper sandwich... Zero. <laughs> But zero, zero. <laughs> That's so sad. So what was the stat? One in four? One in four Australians has got less than $400 in the bank. Safe. Well, they're true. It's true. And I'm like, yeah, I don't doubt that. But these three presenters on TV are talking about it. Like, really? You have less than $400 in the bank? I doubt that. Get fucked. Yeah. And they're giving their opinions. I could have strangled someone on that panel, man. And they, they said some genius shit, like... <laughs> Just imagine him running on the set. <laughs> <laughs> That's our stage manager. <laughs> um, uh, the, the second panelist, this woman said something like... <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. She said that the key to it, maybe... Uh, oh, because Koshi brought it up saying 
in in retaliation, he said, you know, interest rates are an all time low, inflation's low, everything's low, but the wage increases have been minimal. Mm-hmm. So that's one reason why people are feeling the pinch. This woman said. The key to it would be cheaper education to enable people to get higher paying jobs to have a higher income. Mm-hmm. Is that the key? Cheaper education? Because everyone's going to get an education and find no. a high paying job. No, because not everyone is made for that kind of yeah. sector. Like Really? Say, yeah. Okay, so what about the garbage cleaners or the garbage men? They actually are on good coin. Yeah, they're, they're on good <laughs> yeah, coin. Right. They didn't have to go to You uni. need an MR license yeah. to be a garbage dude. Yeah. I, I looked yeah. into it, dude, in 2010. Yeah. Uh, you go get your truck, you get your MR license, and you just become Dude, a when this guy was in Afghanistan, and I was doing night shift at Visiboard, I was looking at jobs, and garbage man was a legitimate career option, because mm. I was looking at the pay. It wasn't you bad. You go to K&S or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but then, you needed, yeah. the catch was you needed an MR license. I'd driven trucks before, but trucks without, like, needing just yeah. a regular... How old were you then when you were looking at that? Uh, 2010, so 26... I would have been 25, because I had my 25th yeah. birthday in Cyprus. Because I'm trying to remember, like, when they still... The garbage men still, like, rode on the back of the truck yeah. and physically jumped off and grabbed the bin yeah. by hand. Because that's all changed now. Simpsons all... again, man. The garbage man can. <laughs> and somebody else do it. Because <laughs> they've got it pretty easy now. Like, they just sit in there. They don't get out of the truck. Oh, they've all... still got runners, though. They've still got a runner because to shuffle the bin. Because Instant Kill, the Caulfield and stuff, because it's so condensed, they have to bring the bins out. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's all cars they're still, they're the still the approach. Apprentice that gets out, yeah. but there's usually the, the guy, with, named the guy with the bloated gut just sitting yeah. there punching levers and. Yeah. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it's automated. Like he doesn't even have to get out of his. Yeah, it's just those big forks that come down and grab the. But beer. that's more in suburbia where you are. Yeah, as in because it's wider spaces. People have got driveways like uh, Cor- Corfield, Elstonwick. There's always someone jumping out. Yeah, yeah. Because if the cars are parked there, they've got to bring out the bin, so they bring them out to the road. Yeah, and then they yeah. put them back. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gone are the days where you're just picking up the bin and dumping it into the. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the gone. They still do it in New York. Yeah. And all that. <laughs> yeah. So they play shtick war. Yeah, oh, certainly. <laughs> 30 minutes in. So, yeah, she was saying cheaper education is the cheaper key. Cheaper education is the key because it'll enable people to get better jobs with a better education. She's going to have to stop her $250 a day ice habit. <laughs> <laughs> She's clearly on crack. <laughs> Clearly. No, but it's like that other fuck with that said, you know, uh, the key to buying a house is to get a high-paying job first. Okay. So give me a high-paying job, yeah. not buy a house. Because that means there's no minimum wage, there's no low, mm. n- unskilled workforce, you know, like that labor workforce, it doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't anymore. exist anymore, yeah. Because everyone has a high-paying job. Mm. Everyone's yeah. an executive. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some other fucking decision, <laughs> that, I can't remember what they were talking about. Was We're now all executives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone is a white co- is white colour. Color. Yeah, no more blue colour. Yeah, how? Yeah. That's not the key to sustainability. The key to sustainability is increase the minimum fucking wage yeah. and make shit affordable again. Like and blue collar is what makes the world run because if you, you haven't got blue collar, collar you're fucked. You what, need going to suits going to change your, your your wiring in your roof. Dude, there's in. always going to be a working class, yeah. but so, when you're in the world's most livable city, there's no reason why I need to get a tooth pulled out. Because I have no fucking options. Yeah. I was speaking to someone else about it, like the most livable city. Like some places don't pay for edu- higher education at all. They've got free medical, all that. Like, so why? Dude, I'd say Scandinavia is the most livable, like as in Denmark and Switzerland and all that are the most livable countries. Yeah, like just... Because their education is free. Yeah. Free to the bone. Like I'm talking like unis, everything. Yeah. yeah. And they want you, like, and we spoke about this last time. So so what is it about Melbourne that, that makes, like, <laughs> what other factors come in that make it the most livable city that... Uh, we've got a couple of parks. Density? <laughs> Density. Like, as in, like, in the space, in my apartment, yeah. let's say, in China, you'd have, like, you know, 30 cunts living in my apartment, as opposed yeah. to me just living there. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, but like it's all affecting like and, uh, parks. Yeah, and, and it gardens takes in education, and healthcare, like all that. Like we've got infrastructure in place to do all that. But at the same time, why am I getting a tooth pulled because I can't afford to have a root canal? Like an adult tooth. Mm. Like, I would literally have a fucking gap in my tooth. And you've worked your whole life. You've paid, I've, you've, I haven't stopped. I've, and I always pay my I taxes. Mean, I mean, add up all your taxes that you've paid over your whole working life. Like, wow. And you still have to be, like, scrimp and save to, to save a tooth in your mouth. Yeah. That seems a bit mean. And that's when I cracked it, because a fucking junkie in Cranbourne or Dufton, six kids, commo, yeah, local. rent paid, yeah. yeah. Dude, and we said, they have grills for fuck's sake. They're taking, like, they're taking, yeah. Yeah, they're taken care of. That's not fucking right. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, see, in your situation, because it's fucking like two grand to pull a tooth, I pay private health, but I pay every fortnight, and that rapes me in the ass. Yeah, what's private I, health? I'm get, I'm paying 125 a fortnight. Yeah. So it all adds up. Yes, I, I get private health where I can get seen and stuff, but I'm still paying it every okay. fortnight, and I'm paying on top. That's yeah. 250 bucks a month, month. right? Yeah. Times 12. Yeah, that would be the cost of a yeah. root canal. And plus, I pay an extra eighty or hundred bucks rebate, whatever it is, the, yeah, on top yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really not getting. I'm just. You wouldn't be going to the dentist every two weeks for a cleaning. No. Yeah. No, I'm still getting. I'm still getting <laughs> They're cleaning you out, yeah, but I'm still getting rimmed, man. Yeah. Like so, either way, you're screwed. Whether you have private health or you don't, it, you're still paying for it either way. Still paying for it either way. Pay for it. Like, there's no way anyone would yeah. need two grand worth of fucking dental every year. Like, no I, way. I, I haven't been to the dentist since I was, like, six. <laughs> that's what I said, yeah. Cause, and the woman said to me, because I was filling out, you know, one of those clipboards yeah. with all the new patient shit. <laughs> I was sad. Sex. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> it was so sad. And I, she wrote, when was the last time you went to a dentist? I literally wrote, God knows, like, on the thing. And she started laughing. <laughs> she was reading the... She just started laughing, like, what's so funny? She's like, oh, you've written God knows. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. She goes, oh, I said, can you tell me a bit about your history or whatever? I'm like, I go... She goes, well, why don't you sort out the... um." The tooth, like, when did this happen? I'm like, feeling fell out about a year ago. And she started, she's like, why didn't you sort it out? Because I, I was poor. Like, oh, I literally said it to her. I go, I was poor. She goes, oh, maybe you can see. Oh. And when she was walking me through the steps, she's like, oh, you know, maybe you know, I can put the temporary filling in. Maybe you can you know, talk to your mum and dad or something. I just looked. I gave her this look. I didn't even say anything. I just gave her this look. And she's like, oh, don't. Maybe don't, not. Don't, baby. Yeah, this is like, oh, maybe not. Okay, yeah. Okay, then maybe I wouldn't be sitting here, like, uh, negotiating the terms of saving a fucking yeah. molar. You don't think I thought of that option, maybe? Yeah, like, no shit. Yeah. Because, like, dude, I've had a tooth pulled up in the top back end of my, my teeth. But I had that done when I was, like, 13 or 14. Mm. And... They, like, I had a hole there, but now because I've gotten older, the wisdoms have come out or whatever, the jaw, like, tightens up, and the gap is almost gone. And, you know, like, they always say if you pull a tooth, when your wisdoms or whatever, everything else sort of comes back up, it'll, the gap will get smaller, you won't really notice it. Dude, I'm in my 30s now, like, I'm going to lose a fucking tooth mm. and get to, what, 55 with, like, not being able to eat steak anymore because of... <laughs> well, that's the whole thing why I did here. Because yeah. I had a tooth, but it had a massive hole because I had a filling and it fell out. He goes, look, man, he goes, we can pull it out or we can put a filling in there just to save it for a while. I go, just put a filling in there, man, because I can't fucking pull it out right now. He goes, because even with private health, it's still going to cost me 1100 uh, even with my private. Even though you've been paying all yeah. that. Yeah. So, fuck that, man. That's yeah. bullshit. She goes, you're young. She goes, I don't want, I don't want to pull out this tooth because you are still young. I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, mm. Now, what are my options? I don't have any options. Dude, I'm resourceful. You know what I mean? Imagine some poor cunt that had no fucking idea mm. or couldn't hustle. Mm. But, like, mate, I'll be scrimping the next, like, month, two months. Like, 
dude, two grand for a fucking tooth. And I might get six months out of it. I might get two years out of it. Like, I don't know. There's no guarantee on a fucking filling. No. You know what I mean? And how did, how did the root canal go? Did you uh, experience any first, pain or anything? No, no. First steps was um just, uh, they, she goes, first step would be cleaning out the decay. Yeah. And like cleaning out the hole, like, and, and stopping the infection. Because if we took an x-ray, oh, that was the other thing. Fuck me. She's like, all right, first thing we're going to do is just clean it up, get an x-ray, so we know what we're dealing with. They make you stand there with this fucking machine. They oh, I, was, I was in the in chair. There. I was in the chair. She, she goes, oh, you're going to feel a pinch. I go, yeah, 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 I've done all this before. Put this big uh, lead plate over your groin, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Robin Williams line. I'm going to find the Robin Williams line later. <laughs> Did I tell you about that? <laughs> it was... It was. Uh, I'm pretty sure I would have said it on a podcast ages ago. Robin Williams was talking about. Oh fuck! It was talking about like a false sense of security or mm. something. Like I can't remember what he was comparing exactly. I'll find. It, I'll bring it up later. But it's like it's like when you go to the dentist and he gives you a lead a lead apron to put over your balls, <laughs> yeah. but he leaves the room and goes behind like a granite yeah, wall. Yeah. And he's like, "You'll be fine." <laughs> it's like, why aren't you in here? Yeah, this guy leaves the house. <laughs> Run, runs out. She's wearing, she's wearing one of those nuclear thermo fucking suits. Like she's handling nuclear waste. And I'm just lying there with an apron on. Like, really? You'll be fine. Why are you uh, dressed like the Michelin man? <laughs> and I'm all exposed. Yeah, man. Yeah. This is what killed me. She's like, right, we're going to do this. And she has, I said, we're going to take an x-ray and see what we're dealing with. And as she's clamping the thing in my mouth, automatically my bra- my ears pricked up. I'm like, x-ray? They're expensive. Like, straight away. <laughs> Another cost? No. Yeah, I swear to God, that was the first thing. I didn't say anything because I had a mouthful of shit in my... And I'm like, uh, okay. Takes the x-ray. Oh, you see here? This is fucked. This is fucked. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. Okay, so she goes, so what do you want to do? <laughs> if like, you see well, here, you're completely screwed, see? Yeah. <laughs> and then when I asked her, for, I go, so what's this going to cost, like, all up? Like, after I said, okay, I'll do the root canal, whatever. She pulls up a table of, like, costs. Like, she'd already had it ready to go. Like, we're going to need this, this, this. 300 this. plus 200 plus And all I could see was, like, 750, 750, 350. And she says, okay, so see here, we've done the cleaning, and we've taken an x-ray, and we've done this. So that's $300. I'm like, what? <laughs> Dude, already. I hadn't even had a chance to say anything. I was already had a bill for 300 bucks. Just was sitting in the chair taking an x-ray. I told Dimmy, I'll go see the, uh, go see the chick at the fr- front desk and sort out your bill. <laughs> Dimmy runs at the back door, jumps <laughs> the fence. <laughs> Never to be seen again. So, did Demetrius go and pay his bill? Who's Demetrius? They look out, they just see the curtain, like, <laughs> whistling in the wind. Yeah, the toilet window. <laughs> Dude, and I just go, like, six blocks over to another dentist yeah. in the chair. I've got the, the bibble ready on my mouth. Yeah, I just need a root canal. I said, do we prep? Ah, I've already had the prep work done. Just get started. Get started. On the yeah, go see the, uh, you get the front desk. <laughs> and the show. The f- Take this off even more dragged up yeah. just stumbling out the back door and come back in <laughs> but that's it imagine if I didn't have money on me like that morning I would have been fucked what do you do like you can't do anything you can't just say alright I'll pay you later because no, the bill has to be paid that day it's not like you can just yeah. walk out because you never see them again why is it separate to like medical book billing it doesn't, it's, it's, it's like a medical thing it's a like part of your my, body they took my Medicare number but I don't know why because I still paid because it goes on your permanent record <laughs> He's fucked. They've stamped stamped it. 
59. <laughs> He's fucked. <laughs> Just flashing on the screen. <laughs> He's a Do not treat him. He's a train wreck. <laughs> this guy's a liability. <laughs> so your premiums go up. Yeah, <laughs> flash. <laughs> I see you got a root canal the other year. <laughs> Fuck that. We can't help you. Again with the Simpsons, like when Homer goes to get the car and, oh, the, and the computer shuts the down. Siren? Uh, no. I love that car sales. He's got that big toothy smile. What a sick car, man. And the cowboy hat. Yeah, it's sad oh. times, man. Yeah. I just laughed. I'm like, this is so pathetic. And there's no help. There's no help for me. I don't have kids. I'm not a single parent. You know, Maybe I'm you not a become straight one. islander. Maybe you should become one. What, single a parent <laughs> just adopt get child. benefits so it's just a, like a crazy contrast of like somewhere like Finland or whatever where they oh, just dude. look after their people dude I, let, it's like people, you know the people make the country work like let's look after them and make sure they're okay yeah man like we look after our like we're supporting people. the country we're giving you I just gave you 20 grand in tax yeah you know what kills me it's because we pay super yeah like every week we pay super to whatever it's like yeah that money will help my retirement but at this rate I'm not going to see my retirement I'll leave you dead. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? It's funny. Sorry. It's yeah. funny. Like, no, yeah. My pain and misery is funny. No, like, yeah, it's just... No, but at this rate, I'm not going to see my retirement. I'll be dead or fucking living half a shield life. Like, yeah, that's just me, man. It's, imagine if I had a family. Like, I'd be fucked. Mm. Imagine if I had a family, I would be fucked. She was a compare. Oh, do you know what that reminded me of? All week, for some reason, I had it in my head about a root canal. And I didn't know where it was from. Like, why... Well, that phrase, why is it so strong in my memory? And you know what? Simpsons. It finally clicked to me two days ago at work. You remember Dental plan. No, 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 no. Even <laughs> older... these braces! <laughs> Even older, man. Remember the one where Bart has to repeat the fourth grade? Like, because he didn't know anything yeah, yeah, about... Yeah. um, What was it? Something about the Declaration of Independence or something? I can't remember what it was. Oh, is that where... Because he's sitting at the wind... Um he was trying to study for it. Yeah, and he keeps getting distracted. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I just discovered a new thing: the sled. Yeah. <laughs> John Hancock's writing his name in the snow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what that reminded me of? Where he's like got the words "repeat the fourth grade" ringing in his head, and he's just staring off into space. <laughs> Flashes to what was the name of the pirate? Uh, the the pirate in the book Treasure Island. Bart Simpson. Look, lady. Look, lady. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, lady, I got a peptic ulcer. My wife's talking me for a new car, and I need a root canal. Could you bug me about the stupid pirate? Yeah. Line John Silver, Dad. Yeah. And dude, it, came, it came to me, right? And the, you know what? Me, idiot me, further analyze. Like, hang on a second. This guy's repeating the fourth grade. He's got a son. He's got a wife. <laughs> he's got a son and a wife. He needs a root canal. He needs a root canal. He's got more than I do. Look, lady. That's a best. Look, lady. Yeah, look, lady. Yeah. He's got a son and a wife. Even I don't have that. Yeah. No. Seriously, dude. Sad times. Yeah. It's fucked up. I, I don't know, man. I'm not entirely, I don't know, uh, optimistic about the future. Mm. You know, last week when you left and you were saying that shit about... You're going to um, mention it next podcast. Yeah, you were saying about how if you're... Oh man, had you with someone else, would you be the same person? Yeah. Yeah, that started doing my head in over the fucking yeah. Oh, I trip well. out on it yeah, a lot. What were you actually thinking about? In, as in, like, your physical makeup or your personality or like, what? Like, personality. Like, It'd be different, dude. You, uh, different DNA. What do you, okay, let me say, what do you reckon makes personality? <sighs> like, obviously, it's going to be, you know, your surroundings, yeah? Mm. Like, where you're born into mm. and all that sort of shit. But do you reckon it's purely that? Or do you, do you reckon this, there's got to be something in your blood 
that you've carried over mm. from like a parent or something? The hard one, man. Well, like... you do have character traits from parents, from your environment. Like, for all you know, you could have been born in fucking Kenya and you wouldn't know any different. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Would you still be Johnny in Kenya? Yeah. <laughs> do you know why, man? It struck me because I've got a mate. You know I've got a mate mean? that <laughs> is a journalist, yeah? I've got a mate who's a journalist. Bobby yeah? Love! No, no. <laughs> You're fucked. Bobby, Bobby Mutombo. Mutombo. Bobby Mutombo comes with a big dick. <laughs> Come over here, my love. <laughs> Fuck, man. I was thinking about it, Because you've got, like, everyone's got their own body, right? Like, you've got, everyone's got a body, like your meat wagon, but everyone has this own, like, your own, like, like, I see it as, like, a soul or something, like, your life force, and everyone's different, like... Okay, do you know why I'm bringing it up? Because I thought about a mate of mine (coughs) who's a journalist, yeah, and he hasn't got a relationship with his old man, right? Like, I don't know how old he was when his old man sort of went away or whatever, but he does not have a relationship with his old man, and I only found out a week or two ago that his old man is a was a journalist. It's made up in his DNA. Do you know what I mean? I had no idea. Like this mate of mine is a journo, and so like he's good mm. at what he does. He's had no relationship with his old man, but his old man is a journalist or was. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the deal. And, he's, and he wouldn't have known much about his dad. No, no, no. Like he would have known. Like after up a, up yeah. until a certain point. That could like just be a gone. coincidence. Well, what's your dad? Natural path. You mixed in herbs. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I used to chop up my own mixtures exactly, of herbs. Exactly. Oh, and true. used to make people feel good. This is very true. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Like, is it just, do you reckon it's in your DNA? Like, it's unavoidable? I don't know. That's what I... F- well, it's like the, the sons of famous athletes. Mm. How they become famous athletes. You know what I mean? Or like they've... Like, you know, you look at Dennis Rodman's kid. I think Jordan's son. Some other random. I can't remember mm. who it was. Like, their kids are all, like, becoming... Bastards on their way to... Oh, Shaquille O'Neal's yeah. sons. But a lot of them is also a product of their environment. So... Yeah. They grew up watching their dad play basketball. Yeah. So it's like, maybe I can try to play basketball as well. And they get the best training because their father was an NBA athlete. All right, well, you know what? It's like Gablet. Yeah? Good old Gablet. Yeah, that's in the DNA, man. Gablet. Do you reckon Gablet would still be a, a good footballer if it wasn't for his old man? I think so. Or do you reckon it's in his DNA because his old man was God on, on the football field? Yeah, good also, question. All right, Gablet and Gablet Senior, but look at Nathan. Yeah, Nathan was a good footballer. Great. They reckon Nathan was better than Gablet. Yeah, but, but it was just he the, had the same scrutiny. personality as his father. Yeah, he goes, I don't want because Gary Ablett hated the so the media and stuff. Yeah, and Nathan was the same. Came to Geelong, played like three years, won a premiership, and fucked off. Yeah, no he, one's ever seen him. Again. He went up north. <laughs> yeah, he went, yeah, he went he to go do, do building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He became a tradie in um, Morningside or some shit. Yeah, yeah, like just didn't want the spotlight. Like fuck this. But again. Is that it's in his DNA? Well, it's like Silvani, this uh, Jack Silvani yeah, and the grandfather. And he's, yeah, well, that's three generations of footballers. Yeah? yeah, and now Ben's coming through as well. Yeah, do you reckon it's in the DNA, or do you reckon it's because they were in the football environment that just enabled them to become good footballers? Well, that's right, because if Serge never picked up a footy, yeah, they wouldn't have become footballers. Or probably make, less probably likely, less likely yeah. to become a footballer. Less likely, yeah. Like, so, like fucking Stephen could have be, run the fucking Carlton crew in fucking Ligon Street. <laughs> who knows? You know what I mean? Like, who knows? And the kids could just be gangsters. Yeah, man. Mm. You know what I mean? Jack could have been a smackhead. Look, who knows? Yeah, yeah but who knows? But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Where at what point is it? <laughs> but it's like it's the guy's sperm, right? Like, hey. is like the moment he shoots it out, is that destined to be you? Like, no matter who it goes into, or is, do you just change depending or on what room you become? Who you become is always going to be up to you. Well, not always up to you, but it's just like I think that environment plays a big part in it. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. I think your, your physical genetic makeup may enable you to be able to, like, look, man, I mean, you look at me, right? I'm average height, average build. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not super tall or fuck, I'm not like the size of a jockey, but I can never be a power lifter in Ukraine, you know, breaking records of fucking weightlifting eight sizes up my weight class because that's just who I am. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, that's gonna, never going to change. It's like, okay, you want, it's like, it's like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, yeah? His old man was was a wrestler. A wrestler. Yeah. He's a unit of a dude. Like even like now, like he's old. I super, saw him, super man. Fly. He's like, Superfly or whatever, right? Yeah, something like that. No, no, no. You're no, thinking no, Snooker. No, 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 no. His name was Rocky Johnson. Rocky Johnson. Oh, okay. yeah. I looked him up the other day. Ro- the Rock's first uh, wrestling name, Rocky Marvia, was a uh, appropriation of Rocky Johnson and his grandfather from his mother's side. Dude, that's the Rock's dad. He's a fucking Looney. unit. He's yeah. a fucking unit. Yeah. yeah, Rocky Johnson was a massive dude, and he was one of the first to be uh, on camera back in the re- the wrestling heyday of like the sixties and stuff. African Americans, especially, they were like sort of gimmicks or caricatures. Like they were forced to do like a lot of demeaning shit just for the character mm. and on camera. Rocky Johnson was like one of the first to have like a personality and have like charisma and not have to do break shit away from shit. that gimmicky, yeah. Yeah. not from the gimmicky. Crap. And then you look at the rocks, the, the way he's yeah. made up, and his ma- and his maternal side, he's Samoan, right? Yeah. Like Polynesians, yeah. and his grandfather was the the, the great fucking wrestler, the Marvia wrestler, right? Yeah. And they're all family of fucking wrestlers, so genetically. He was going to be gifted with his like fucking physique. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? He yeah. could have. He didn't have to go to wrestling. He played football. Mm. Yeah, as in the uh, NFL. Yeah, mm. he, he, he got drafted to Canada. He played Canadian football for a couple of years, and then in the end, like that was going nowhere. So he said he got injuries. Mm. So he said, "Fuck this," and he really wanted to do wrestling. Mm-hmm. But that's because he grew up in the ring, like like Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret Hart was Good a pro man. Yeah, <laughs> the best is the best. Do was the best there ever will be, man. Um, he was a product of his environment. Because him and his brothers, they grew up in Stu Hart's fucking wrestling dungeon. Like, that's what it was called, the dungeon. Stu Hart was like a notorious wrestling trainer in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. They were going to be wrestlers. Yeah, <laughs> they were going to be wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So they would have the genetics of, like, being, like, that frame of body or whatever. Mm. But it doesn't always work out that way, right? Well, no. It, it, that's like, the thing. You can Andrew Bogut, like, his parents are both, like, just... And he's towers over both yeah, of them. Yeah, like, yeah. That, like, that's a lot of people. Mm. That's a lot Do you remember Harold and Kumar at all? Like the movie. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. Do you remember at the start when he, he when he's sitting down for an interview uh, for um, an internship yeah, or yeah. something, and he's like, you know, but you got perfect SAT scores or whatever, you got perfect this and that. Why, why don't you Why don't you go into medicine? He's like, just because you just because you're hung like a moose doesn't mean you have to do porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, why would you not do it? Yeah, and it's like uh, it's like Curios and uh, Tomich as well. Like, Kyrgios has said it openly, he's bored with tennis. Tomic has openly said he doesn't like his fucking job. He's just treating it like a job. Just because you're blessed with those genetics doesn't mean you have to fucking pursue mm. it. Mm. Yeah. But how often as well do, like, someone have two kids and the kids are complete polar opposites of each other? Of course. That's because it could have taken some from the other side, could have taken some from your side. You know, and again, the kid also grows up with his own ideas, own ideals. And everything. Okay, well, look at this. I'm a twin, yeah? Nick knows my sister and me both like, pretty well, right? Would, how, how alike do you think my sister and I are? Not very. And, Hon- and honestly, honestly... Ch- chalk and cheese. Chalk and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> chalk and cheese. <laughs> Under an hour. <laughs> they just squeeze both in. Under an hour. You can't. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're... Because um, I, I, I... Well, since year seven. From both, yeah, both year of seven. them. And they're just... T- two totally different people. Mm. 
like, yeah, it's it's actually amazing to see Dim and his sister. I know, I know that I share mannerisms and there's, yeah, look, shit like d- that. Different things. Like, grew up in the same house. There might yeah, be so. like a little bit in the laugh or the way they react, but but in the same sense, Nick and I share mannerisms because we yeah. grew up in the same fucking house as yeah. well. You yeah, know, from yeah. year seven. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to share mannerisms and shit. But as far as personality goes, no, no, nothing at all. They two totally different. Like, if you put his sister and Dim in the same room and you didn't know they were siblings or twins you wouldn't even think like it's just not a yeah so which brings me back to the point if it's a different room that you're into would you still be you like would you still have well, your well you can't answer that how you, how you I think, think I, look, you've got to think of it like by stepping outside the box do you know what I mean I don't think you is a clear cut definitive thing from at any point because mm. you could always change you can change yourself halfway. right now Dude, I could have made a lot of... But my, my awareness, like... <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, no. The way you think, everything, la, la, la. Like, would Kenyan Bobby still smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like... He would, he would. He would. <laughs> he would. It's for the ganja. <laughs> He's Jamaican. <laughs> just Kenyan Bobby would be Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the last of Bobby. <laughs> nah. I, th- I think you're... I should uh, get treaties. You should. Why? Yeah, <laughs> man. I saw someone with treaties at work the other day. In the back of my head, all I was thinking was, cut your fucking hair. <laughs> they stink. You know, mm. dreadies stink. Mm. You get dreadies by not rude. washing your hair. Mm. Like, that's how dreadies come Yeah, you're not allowed to wash. <laughs> you, you don't wash your hair. Yeah. That's filthy. Bobby would hate that because he yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't be able to have his lavender bath. Yeah, exactly. I'd have to, like, um, put it into some sort of, like, bun. shower cap. Bun. Bun. <laughs> Dude, dreadies stink. Like, they fucking yeah, reek. It's pretty gross. It's disgusting. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. He likes them, though. Look at him. You know what he wants? that shark tooth necklace around his neck as well. Or that shellfish shit. See, you could become a surfer. Yeah. Yeah, out in Rover when they build the beach. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> number one surfer in Rover. Rocks up in his pet, rocks up in his clubby with the. <laughs> Step aside, ladies. Surf's up, dude. Dude, it's a man-made lake. Oh man, it's oh, man, it's Johnny Wright. <laughs> Heard about him. It's like a legend around these parts. <laughs> He doesn't even surf, he just leans on his bonnet and like has like water, just like (laughs) just rocks up. Hey, this is 28 days, right? Yeah, yeah 28 days. So mad. They're touring. Yeah, I know. I know. That was one of my first concerts when I was 16. Are you serious? Yeah, in Croydon. Croydon? EVs in Croydon, Shit, I saw 28 dude. days. What a song! Do you remember EVs? EVs? EVs in Croydon? No. no. What like, the fuck is Evie's? It was like when they had bands like no, 28 Days. No, I remember the place we went to in Ringwood. Uh, uh, what was that called? Oh, uh, Whip. So that was... was Whip. That That's what you're thinking of. Yeah, Whip. yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, Orange Whip or whatever. Yeah, we used to go down there in carloads, man. Like, just, uh, I, don't, I don't remember Evie's. I remember the other one out in... um At the gully. At the... Middle Hotel. Ruby's. Oh, Ruby's. That's uh, up Belgrave. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but we would, watch, <laughs> we would watch bands and stuff there. Like, is that what it is? The friend, no. Oh, the, the, the Middle Hotel. Is that what it is? Mm. They have bands. I went and saw um, Butterfly Effect and shit. Yeah, I've seen Grinspoon there. Butterfly. Yeah. I, saw, I, yeah. I was probably there when you saw Butterfly yeah. Effect. And then I uh, saw his new band when he came out with Thousand Needles in Red. That was pretty cool. Mm. Thousand Needles in Red. Yeah. <laughs> Clint Boge. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sick voice. Yeah. I like Butterfly Effect. He, he could have done more with that band, man. Yeah. Hack. <laughs> I remember they were big in like 2005 or something. Like, is that what I'm They were of? bigger in the States than they were here. Yeah, but that's every band. And then... 
they just disintegrated, man. Like fucking. Yeah, it just went nowhere. They were really good, man. They were. They, they were really, really good. Good. What were they? I remember at one point everyone was talking about them. Like a very weird sort of rock grunge kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Grungy sort. But of... they did have some heavy riffs, but it was really. It, it, I can't explain it. It's just really weird. But it was they, really cool. They kind of had like a bit of a tool feel to them, like with their little film bits and yeah. stuff as well. Like yeah. that sort of yeah. That, they kind of had a little would... bit of a dark feel. Yeah, every time, and they... every time someone says a band that's like left off center like that and mm. struggles to find a way to describe them, I just think of Jared Leto's fucking band. What are they called? Thirty Seconds was, to Mars. Yeah. Talking about them last night. We because we were saying how he um. That's like my go-to for weird like non-conformist. You know what though? Music. That guy's a talented dude, man. Yeah, I'll give him that. Like he's pretty cool. Like he's actually like you know. Did the acting thing. Yeah. So what we were start a band. <laughs> what we were saying about him is there's this documentary where it's basically them talking about how they were in debt to their record company and they're just like trying to sue them and they lost the case and they lost heaps of money and stuff. Yeah. 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 They lost as in they lost money to their record label. Yeah, like you know how big thirty seconds from Mars were, like they're yeah, on yeah, the video hits. They never made any money. It was th- like through Virgin, like when they were going under yeah. or something, and they just basically were in debt. How could they never make any money? Maybe that's why the bass player left to Angels and Airwaves. Oh, oh maybe. Blinks, uh, that Blink throwaway band. Yeah. The throwaway Tom band. DeLong, the the, the guy from 30 Seconds to Mars went to um, Angels and Airwaves. Fucking hell, man. They're so um, incestuous. Like all the. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's been into. Like, yeah, all... it's strange. Like, you think yeah. about that. Like, it's not strange because it makes sense. It's like, you know, like in Flames, all those bands were. Like, all the. German, Swedish, Finnish bands, mm. they're all made up of the same musicians from, like, every other oh, band. Dude, I've been getting into Ghost so hard, man. Did you get... No, I didn't, I didn't hear it. Dude, anyone. let me play you just a, a sample of yeah, this yeah. track. I've actually listened to a bit of Ghost, so I probably would have heard it. Dude, so cool, man. Like, Where the concept from? is Sweden. Well, of course. But, <laughs> of you course. know what? And they only um, revealed their identities this year. Well, not only because uh, oh! the band members sued... The, the lead. And he's like, you guys were never part of, as in, because it was a solo project. He started as a solo, and it was uh, they were more like re- studio, okay, artists, studio but, musicians, yeah. yeah. But I, I kind of see where he's coming from. Okay, so what, what's what's the whole issue? Yeah, look, I think I remember now. Ghost, someone had told me about him like ages, ages ago, and they wore masks or something. Yeah. Or you never saw who they were. Yeah, the singers, Papa, Papa Emeritus. Yeah, And yeah, there's yeah. been three of them, like yeah, the first, yeah. the second, and the third. And, and then the same singer. And then the other guys were the faceless ghouls. Okay, so they just took identities on in the band. Yeah, so, so, so the band three. members, the singer had an actual, he was Papa Emeritus, whatever. He, he, was, he was described as like a um, demonic pope. He'd have like the full pope, the pope, anti pope. So have, like, cool, man! Like, full get up, like this crazy face paint, yeah. and you, you couldn't tell who he was. Yeah, and then the, the five ghouls. Yeah, he's actually got a cool name, man. Tobias Forge. Tobias, like, yeah. fucking sick gun. But the again, why he? Okay, so he didn't give his bandmates names. They're the nameless ghouls, as in like, do you know what I mean? Like they weren't like you're just my ghouls. Yeah, yeah, just faithless ghouls. Like that's how what often were. did the band's band members change? Like the. Oh, I think they had a couple of lineup changes and stuff like that. So, Wait, but the lead singer changed? No. No, he just changed personality. Oh, so his persona changed. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to get yeah, 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 yeah. about him. Yeah, yeah. And um, so what happened? Some of the oh, they <laughs> they came out this year saying oh he owed them money and stuff like that, and they go, they revealed who they were. Like fuck yeah, <laughs> well fucking. And then they said who he was as well. Yeah, Tobias yeah. Forge. Yeah, but he went and got new bandmates, and they're touring. So it's like, well... Oh, so you got rid of all of them? Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Fuck off ghouls. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have some new <laughs> ghouls? They're dressed up as ghouls again, but they're just new bandmates. But, um... <laughs> That's harsh. But these, That's not harsh. It's like a fuck you. Very Sabbathy. Doom metal. Doom metal, yeah. You'll love the riff, the small riff that's in here. 
sort of melodic, dark sort of. Yeah, yeah that's. But he's it's all clean, all clean. I think Dave Grohl had a little bit to do with him as well. Of course he did. <laughs> he, no, he, filled, he, he, he filled in for one of the members. This riff coming up, yeah. See, it's different. That's cool. It's yeah. kind of New Age Sabbathy in a way, the music side. It's of like things. a mix between grunge and metal. Yeah. I'm feeling like all the old shit. Do you know what this sounds like? This sounds like if Kurt Cobain and T- uh, Tony Amy like made a yeah, band together man. Yeah. from Sabbath. It's just. These guys are cool as man. Do you know what I mean? It's got that yeah. cool, like, mm. it's, but they do some different shit too. Like, it's they've got like, not I want to say poppy tracks, but you, you know yeah, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, look into them, man. They're pretty cool, man. Fucking hell. And their film clips are quite like dark. Yeah. They got this other one that came out, um, Sarice, which is sick, man. Like, it's. Dude, when you said doom metal, I just fucking flash back to being like 19 and on the net. Reading about bands on forums and stuff, and all these like um, purists, you know what I mean? That's doom metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you're not goth, like this is goth. Yeah. You're not fucking sludge metal. This is yeah. fucking grind metal. Like, what are you talking See, about? Yeah. Like, I didn't even know fucking uh, Johnny said yesterday a doom metal, and I'm like, the fuck? Like, I just like the band, like okay. actual music. How, how do you feel about that sort of shit? Like, it annoys me. What what part of it annoys you? Because there's so many like little subgenres, and it's like okay. people like are so like snobbish about it. Like that's our little like, you like know. purists and shit like that. Like I know if you go to Scandinavia, you're gonna get death metal, black metal, yeah, yeah. But that's when you hear that, you know there's a fucking difference. Yeah, but, but like doom metal and all that, I don't understand. People, what yeah, but that's is. the thing. There's technical metal. There's like if you look up metal, there'll be a million genres. There's power like, metal. Yeah. There's uh, speed metal. There's yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, look at this right. Yeah, it's Thrash. it's sort of like. <laughs> Okay, there's good, there's good things and there's bad things about it, right? Post-hardcore. What's that? Post-hardcore crossover. It's like the shit that I was into, like stuff like like Amity Affliction and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Post-hardcore You've sort got of... screaming and cleans, like those real like okay. soft sort of cleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, one last night, our last night is, is sort of like post-hardcore as well, man. Like, um, hang on. Actually, where's my iPod? I can just get my iPod. Just give me a second. So, as, so would you, like Kill Switch, would they be metalcore? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, metalcore. So they're metalcore. Yeah. Okay, so bands like Kill Switch, um, like Parkway Drive, they're all metalcore. Metalcore. They're, okay. They're straight metal. Straight metalcore. Okay. Yeah. Alright, cool. Kill Switch. Okay, do you want to remember? Do you remember when we used to go to Red Moon in the city? Yeah. yeah. Do you ever go to Red Moon? No. Went to a metal club. Yeah. Uh, what are they? Called? What was it? Uh, uh, Ragnarok or whatever. Uh, in, yeah, yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah. Um, full um, metal club. Yeah, full metal club. Mate of ours used to run the nights there, Red Moon down in um, King Street. Yeah. I went and to Goo once. Nah. Oh. Goo, goo. We went. To, I've <laughs> been to Goo. Didn't we go here once? Yeah. Was it that? Yeah. Yeah, that night? You've got yeah. like the club down the bottom, and then at the top there's just this like metal room or yeah, the metal we heads got, are. We got into a brawl. <laughs> Some guy's missus was checking one of our crew Mates, out. Yeah. Like, I don't know who, was, who it was. Yeah. And then the guy like started cracking it. Like, dude, we didn't do anything. And then Sharon was there. Sure, yeah, the boxer. Dude, we had a cunt. We had Huck the Turk. Yeah. And his brother. <laughs> dude, the two Nuts. nuttiest Turks you've ever met in your life. <laughs> and they're trying to get to a fight with us. These guys, these guys would get 
general brawl in Clayton with Greeks, and then they turn and fight each other because <laughs> someone pissed the other person off. Yeah. So we were sitting there laughing because I'm like, this is going to go down smoothly. Yeah, yeah we're, we're fine. Sharon <laughs> was there as well, the boxer. Sharon's a boxer. Just like, pro boxer. I was standing next to him. I'm like, dude, what's going on? He's like, just give it another minute, man. He's just like, you know, like, tensing up. Pre fight, like, just tense up. <laughs> we were fine, mate. I remember that. And he's concentrating. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> Good. Good. Gary, huh? Yeah, man. That was good. That was a good night. I fucking hate iPods. I don't even know how this thing works, dude. I use it like once a year, like this. Do you know what I mean? Um, was I even pulling this out to play? Oh, yeah. Um, look, can we switch? A, a, like, classic metalcore. Yeah. Like, that, that's all they are, right? Like, that's how they've always Which been. Which are great live. Oh, and the reason why I brought up that live. night at Ragnarok uh, Red Moon was when my mate was telling me about it, like, selling me the night. He's like, you know, come down, la, la, la. And I said, oh, what do you play? He's like, oh, look, man, honestly, it's just... Like, once we got there early, and they had... Like, I remember hearing Shotgun Blues by Guns N' Roses. Yeah. I'm like, that's sick! Like, all, like, sort of random rock. But then after a certain hour... Well, as the night got later, it got darker. The yeah. The music got real dark. Um, like, they had, like, a lot of, like, uh, Scandinavian death metal and fucking... Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the Greek band Rotting Christ and, uh, shit, man, Septic Flesh, all these kind of bands that I listen to. There's some cool songs in there, but I'm not like, fuck. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's a bit much sometimes. He said to me, and I asked him what kind of bands, and he said, oh, Kill Switch is going to be the most commercial thing you're going to hear. Uh, and at that point, I didn't know who Kill Switch were. Like, I'd heard one or two tracks, maybe, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay. But even he was talking down as in, like, that was the, the weakest shit you're going to hear. Yeah. This which is still a metalcore band. Like, it's still metal. Yeah. If you played that to anyone else, your mum, you know what I mean? What the like, hell is this noise? What the hell is this noise? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that, I was not a purist, but because I was in those circles of all these European mm. metalheads, mm. I used to think that the only forms of metal that were worth listening to was, was doom metal and beyond. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, black metal. Like, black metal. Dude, compare black metal with doom metal. Compare... Slight, slight changes. Yeah, dude. They're like tiny little... Sometimes, like, there's a difference. And as a musician and... But it's also a, what the band wants to label themselves as. But it's like hip-hop, dude. Like, you know, people call Eminem rap, you know, and then people say he's not because he's commercial, you know what I mean? Like, all his early shit. Mm. Like, all his stuff, you know, when he sort he's of... He's a lyricist. You know, you know when Eminem <laughs> blew up and became Eminem, yeah, yeah. right? So, the Purple Pills, D12 era, mm. like, all that sort of shit... People looked, purists in hip-hop, especially, like, from the States, would look at him as if he was, like, a joke. Not, not a joke, but it was just this bubblegum element. When you listen to, like, the Slim Shady LP and all the dark stuff that was just... And he came from a background of battle rapping and shit like that. That was the real elements of hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas, you know, you could talk to your teenage girlfriend and be like, oh, what do you listen to? I like rap. Like, who? And she names Nelly as rap. Yeah. Dude, country grammar album to Eminem Slim Shady LP. Like, come on. Massive difference. Chalk and fucking cheese. Chalk and cheese. He's used it. Yeah. Right? Like, you can can use it. That's fine. But then there's forms (laughs) of rap, you know? Like, there's. Dude, you compare, you know, Mob Deep, you know, Prodigy, who passed away not long ago. Like, Shook Ones, you know, when you came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Hang on, fuck, I'm going to go back. Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hang on. on. Yeah, I know Prodigy. Dude, um. That track, I do, I do. <laughs> that's such a good track, man. Like everyone recognizes this track as uh, oh, the killers and the it's the, ba- it's the battle, the last battle <laughs> instrumental that they use <laughs> in um, Eight Mile. Remember the battle, the last. He doesn't know what battle? we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, no, I do, yeah, yeah. 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 
I am skinny. I did grow up in a trailer park, y'all. <laughs> I am skinny. <laughs> so he says, I don't know. Still one of the most recognizable beats ever. Yeah. To all the killers it's and the hundred dollar billers. This video kicks in. Check it out, man. Oh, this reminds me of driving around the galley stone. We be the infamous, you heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. Right? Dude, you can call that hip-hop. And as far as I'm concerned, that is straight hip-hop. That is like New York, Eastern, East Coast, yeah, straight grime, you know what I mean? Like, that's what the roots of hip-hop are, right? But then you compare, like, West Coast music, right? Where West Coast were doing a lot of party rap and they were gangster rap. West Coast was the first one to do gangster rap. So when Tupac came out, Biggie, uh, not Biggie, um, Easy E, NWA, Ice Cube, like yeah. all that shit. Then the West Coast era, like the Death Row days, Daz Corrupt, that was gangster rap, right? There wasn't hip hop. They didn't, no. cause the, like they say that hip hop, the, inf- the uh, emphasis is on lyricism and technique. You know what I mean? And wordplay and interesting puns and all that sort of shit, yeah? Mm-hmm. Whereas Straight gangster out. rap was more just about the message and the attitude. Straight out, I want to put a bullet to your temple. Like, you know, and get the, the message the, 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 you know? it was yeah. more just about just the delivery and the rawness and the, the hardness. You know what I mean? So you, you, And then you'd start the whole thing. What's hip-hop? What's rap? What's gangster rap? What's flow rap? Ice, Ice Cube, man. I started this gangster <laughs> shit. Yeah. And this is the motherfucking thanks I get. Hello. Drake, yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was listening to that in Malaysia. I was on the beach. I was in the what water. A track. Was, how, how does the beat go? Um, fuck. Hang on. A uh, you know what's my favorite though? My favorite, favorite, favorite track. Natural Born Killers, man. Oh, yeah. Ice Cube and wait, who was it? Fucking was it Puck? Uh, Natural Born no. Killers. No, yeah, uh, Drain. Uh, Drain and Ice Cube. Yeah, dude. Like. T- <laughs> what a what a track! Hang on. How the fuck does this? I can't hang over my mama because I scare her. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm a bad motherfucker. Hell yeah! What was that track called? Uh, um, I started. Uh, started this. Fuck! What's a, what's the actual hello, song? Hello, hello. That's yeah. it. Hello. I yeah. started this gangster shit. Fuck! And it's the motherfucker thanks I get. I hate iPods. The man. motherfucking world is a ghetto. <laughs> What a track. Full of magazines, full clips, and heavy metal when the smoke settles. <laughs> Ice Cube, man. Did you guys get into a little bit of rap in the gully, like as in at school and stuff? No. No, no, no so yeah, at all? No. It was yeah. all just like skate punk. Yeah. This is, I was beatboxing. Now, this is gangster rap, yeah? I'd classify this as gangster rap. Look at these niggas with I started this gangster shit. And it's just the motherfucking thanks I get. Hello. I started this gangster shit. And it's the motherfucking thanks I get. Hello. The motherfucking world is a ghetto. Full of magazines, full clips, and heavy metal. So this was a staple in Clayton House Parties. Yellow. Shit like this. Dr. Drake. Hello. <laughs> Your bitch is hyperventilating. Fucking we penetrate. Like this was a staple. Growing up our area, our area when we grew up, I would say ninety percent of it was gangster rap. Nine one one emergency. It's my son. He's hurting me. 
on the road. You know what's funny? Like, I wrote this up. I wrote this up because I was looking for one track, man. But you know what I mean? Like, that's the difference. Like, if you went to Glenn Waverley, you'd probably hear more hip hop and stuff like that. Hayden was more gangster rap. Yeah. It was different. The whole point of me bringing this out was explaining what post hardcore was. And I always think of this one band, man. System, Symptoms of a Failing System by Our Last Night. Yeah, post hardcore all yeah. the way. Straight away, you can just hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I was big into this sort of stuff. Dude. I love when the riff kicks in. Dude. Straight up. But you know what? You play this to a purist, and they're like, oh, that's... What is this shit? That's crossover, or that's hardcore, or that's fucking emo, or that's... You move a million things, but you play it to, you know, my sister... That's just, just metal. Just heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. that's heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Ozzy Osbourne is heavy metal. This is not heavy metal. Yeah. Listen to him. Yeah. Ha- you have to have those girly clean vocals for post-hardcore. You <laughs> is have that to, not yeah. like um, this band Periphery? Oh, dude, this kid, you know how old this kid was? Get on your phone. This album came out, right? The, the band is called Our Last Night, yeah? Mm-hmm. Take a look and tell me how old the lead singer was when they made the album. You'll lose it. I'm serious. They've got the same writing as Parkway Drive. Oh, yeah. On their album. <laughs> <laughs> the same kind of thing. Just a bit softer. <laughs> Just a bit softer. I'm guessing it's Trevor... Is it a singer? Trevor. Oh, I don't, I don't know, dude. But all those post-hardcore bands, Jim, they all sound so similar. Oh, dude. Like, that clean voice, it's just such a staple for take, post-hardcore. You could take one song from all their albums and put it on a best of, and it'll, everyone would think it's the same exact band. Yeah. Like, you, like that, that just then, it sounded like Silverstein to me straight away. That was another band. That's what I'm saying, dude. Well, okay. So, Trevor is Wentworth is the singer, right? Yeah. The, uh, they've been going since 2004. Which right, is more or less. I think I got into him about two thousand five or six. Yeah, and uh, okay. So how long ago was that? Thirteen years, something like that. Yeah, he's only twenty four years old. So he would have been eleven. Look at the go to the comments. You'll see it. Eleven years old. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> mature, very mature. Years old because he had a really young sounding voice. Like when they first started. Yeah, and everyone was freaking out. Yeah, and he had screaming vocals. He had all of it. And it was nuts. And it was like 12 years old, man. He's 24 and they've been touring for like 10 years. <laughs> That's nuts. But he's fit that fucking mold straight away. Yeah. All, like said, they all have girly vocals. They do. It's just it's a staple for it, that, that style, yeah. Yeah. But dude, you know, you know who they are? You've heard them before. I, I put this up once. Yeah. You've heard this before. This is brilliant. Remember it? Punk goes pop. Bye 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 by um, our last night with uh, Cody Carson from Set It Off. Yep. Tonight, probably gonna start a fight. This is a great cover. Yep. Some of those punk goes pop covers are cool. Yeah, man. Johnny's getting the shivers <laughs> up his spine. That door. That sounds more boy band than the boy band. Yeah. 
Great song. Yeah. I won't put it on now, but I'll get you to listen to it later, and you tell me if that's... There's a band called Periphery, and they do the cover... Uh, actually, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'll, I'll... All right. They do the metal cover one. Oh, one. Ooh. So far, so good. <laughs> and you Dr- tell me Dr- vocals, Dr- 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 musically-wise, you tell me what you think they are. Fuck, such a good track, man. And these guys do a brilliant cover of it, but I didn't know... What? Because when I listen to bands, I don't think, oh, that's metalcore, or that's... I just listen to Just it. listen to it if you no, like it. But, I, like, but yeah. I know the difference between thrash and heavy metal and all that kind of stuff. Give it a second. I'm cooking now. But these guys do a lot of stuff like I listened to just now. What's that band called? That you uh, just last played? night. They do some stuff like that. But I think these guys are a bit more heavier. I should have forwarded it. <laughs> Relax, man. It's one. <laughs> Very soft voice, but he does the screams as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Like, Something different. But when it gets to the middle bit, it goes fucking like. Well, that's typical post hardcore, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. okay, like his voice, his voice, the way it is. According, according to, per, to Wikipedia, what style do you reckon their musical? St- uh, what do you reckon they've called described as their musical style? What's it described as? Periphery or that periphery? I've just looked them up now. I wouldn't have a clue, man. Okay, Honestly. you don't know. What would you say just by listening to that? Yeah, well, if Nick said he's got the screaming part after that, very post hardcore. I guess. You know what they're called? Mm. Uh, well, Wikipedia says the their musical style has been described as progressive metal, as well as gent. That was gent. D J E N T. I have no idea what that is. D J E N T is a style of progressive metal named for an onomatopoeia for the distinctive high gain, distorted, palm muted, low pitch guitar sound first employed by Meshuggah. Okay, and I've I've heard of Meshuggah. Yeah, yeah I've heard of Meshuggah. Progressive metal is a fusion genre melding heavy metal and progressive rock. All right, do me a favor, keep talking because I'm going to try right. to find that bit. Which, uh, hang on. Amplified guitar sound of the former, uh, with the more experimental cerebral or pseudo-classical compositions of the latter. Yeah, see, it gets really like... Dude, what the hell's progressive metal? <laughs> and it says here, like, uh, it w- the genre emerged till the late 80s, and it wasn't until the 90s when progressive metal achieved commercial success. Dream Theater, Symphony X, Queensryche, Fate's Warning. I've heard of Fate's Warning, Queensryche, and Dream Theater, and Symphony X. I've heard of all these bands. But I would- Dream Theater is progressive sort of metal. But at the same time, oh, it says, dude, additionally, many other thrash and death metal bands start to incorporate elements of aggressive music in their work. Mm. So, like Dream Theater, when I used to hear them, I'd, I'd call them just fucking metal. Just like, metal, yeah. Like, yeah, but yeah. they're progressive, yeah. Oh, count the part. And then it's like, well, who isn't progressive? Like, like okay, 
You know how I just said before, power metal, symphonic metal, yeah. opera metal, all that shit? It's like Nightwish, right? Yeah. Fin- one of Finland's biggest fucking bands, and they, t- they toured extensively, and they gained international success. They were... Like opera metal, operatic, operatic metal. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you guys showing me like yeah. full opera style, yeah. like, but yeah. they were also symphonic metal as well, mm. and yeah. they had a lot of elements of death of, of melodic death metal yeah. too, like European, Scandinavian mm. staple metal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So where does it end with these fucking labels? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Totally. Right. A drummer that can actually play the part. <laughs> Dramatic kind of. I've never heard of that big gent. It's a gent. Gent. <laughs> that sounds sick. Solid as man. And nailed it. See, that's just metal. Like, yeah, that doesn't sound... Yeah. Thrash. <laughs> it's not really a post-metal, post-hardcore sort of scream. It's different. It's more of like a metal sort of... Well, I was going to say, this sounds to me is like a lot metalcore. Yeah. But then they've also got the cleans. It's like, yeah. See? Okay. What do you think... Cool, co- <laughs> cool cover, by the way. It's different. Like, it's... Dude... These guys nail it. Give it a listen, man. The whole thing through. Okay, look like, this way. We were giving shit to Be- uh, Chester Bennington about making a pop album that sounds exactly like everything that's coming out, yeah? And we said our only grievance with it was that he was under the Linkin Park name and not... If he came out on his own, did solo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have gone, that's cool as, man. Like, right. because that's, he- that's... That's what we said. We said, this isn't Linkin Park. If yeah. you listen to our first initial reaction, we said... That's wrong. Like we can't think of a band that's done that much of a turnaround. Yeah, like that much of a, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? We yeah. said it's 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 cool, but it's not Linkin Park. It's mm. not what like you're alienating all your fans, right? And as an artist, I understand getting frustrated and wanting to do like your own thing. Maybe you know whether you had obligations to your record label, obligations to your team, whatever it is to do something over and over again, and wanting to break away from that. Like I get it, but then at what point? When when is it acceptable to make that switch between genres? Without alienating your people, or does it really matter what you do? Like Prince, yeah. Like you know, I had this comment. I remember when, when Prince passed away. Me and my mum were talking about him, and I remember saying, at the end of the day, Prince was indeed like a true artist to the sense where he never compromised his musical uh, vision mm. for uh, what's it called, like um, society, social restrictions. He didn't give a fuck. No, he he did, did what he wanted. He did what he wanted. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. With me, what pisses me off is when they take when artists. Modern artists, or po- like popular, what you determine popular, because popular music is what is trending. Hmm. Does that make sense? Like when you make pop, pop now is different to pop fifty years ago or thirty mm-hmm. years ago, because mm-hmm. it's whatever trends. Like, dude, Michael Jackson took pop to another level because he had that urban crossover, and he combined urban elements with soul elements and dance elements and made his sound, and that became. Jackson was That's the, king of, the king of pop. Yeah. He was the king of pop. But dude, in the 50s and 60s, Elvis was the king of pop. <laughs> yeah. And the Beatles were the king of pop because that's what was out in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen to pop now. Nick Carter's the king of pop. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Carter. Nick Carter's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Just Seriously. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like you listen to pop now and it's mostly urban music. Like as in 
elements of like hip hop yeah. and like all that shit. And yeah. to go even further than that, they all steal the 808 sounds from the south, like the yeah. They, like every beat for the last fucking ten years has just been <laughs> just just works <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over again. So that becomes a new element of pop. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then you've got trap artists sitting around like, man, we've had that fucking album out for like 20 years. Like, now you're catching on to it? Like, mm. it's shit. Mm. I, I used to... You know what got me? I put finally put um, Nelly Grills on my uh, iPod. Could have robbed the jewelry store. Yeah, dude, I've never listened to Nelly Grills in its original form i've always just had a chopped and screwed version of it that i've played over and over again which is pretty cool and rob the jewelry store mail make me a girl like <laughs> i've only been listening to that for like 10 years so now the original version sounds really weird to me yeah. right but i remember when i first started listening to chopped and screwed like 2005 6 it was around that era when i first got into chopped and screwed which has been around since the late 80s right in texas I remember um, all these tracks came out on the radio that started incorporating chopped and screwed elements, like pitched down vocals. <laughs> You're and, like, hang on a second, wait. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it was, um, was it Glamorous by Fergie? Glamorous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the end of it, Ludacris. Yeah, I know you want to sing it. Um, do it. Gee. No, I, I can't think of the actual word she says. So I'm not going to do it. The flossy, flossy. If you remember Ludacris. I can see him in his face. He's like, I want to say it. I remember when that song came out, right? I didn't have a bar of it, like, at the start. Which, sorry? Glamorous. Oh, glamorous, yeah. Yeah. Flossy, flossy. Flossy, flossy, yeah. I remember a mate of mine called me up and said, oh... There's a new, there's a track on the radio that sounds like chopped and screwed shit that you always play. I'm like, really? What track? Oh, some track by Fergie. I'm like, huh? And then I played it. <laughs> Say what? I played it and I listened to the whole track. Like it's, it serves its purpose. It's a, it's a pop track, like whatever it is, right? And I waited for the whole track to hear like chopped and screwed, chopped and screwed thing. And there was literally like a two second sample of like Ludacris's verse or something. He's like, take your broke ass home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, is that the, the the chopped and screwed thing? Like the that's not chopped point and screwed. Point one of a second? Yeah. yeah. Dude, the, the chopped and screwed, it was like... Oh, yeah. Like, I remember when Dim, I'd go to his place and put on chopped and screwed, and you think, whoa. It took him a little bit to get used to. Yeah. like, if you've never heard it before... Had to down, like, a bottle, down a bottle of uh, codeine to make holy it. Holy shit. Uh, no, because, no, 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 no. We listened to it straight, man. Like, yeah. there was no, but it's just different, so different. It sounded cool, though. I was like, holy shit, man, this is... It's because, for me... Probably would have enjoyed it more, being off your nut on codeine, maybe. Mm, not really. <laughs> Just oh, like, whoa. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Um, hang on. March and Step. There was a track, because I remember, like, there was a... Ch- <laughs> like, okay, I don't know if you listen to, to Chopped and Screwed, but this is like a standard staple Paul Wall track that's Chopped and Screwed, right? Because this album came out with two versions, the Chopped and Screwed version and the original. <laughs> It's like Doom. <laughs> doom rap. Doom rap. You can imagine just going. Wow. a house remix. Johnny needs codeine. <laughs> or a big blunt. <laughs> now, this is the original, right? There's a difference. Ah, uh, they shouldn't have done this right here. Yeah. Totally different, right? Completely. Chalk and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the third time. Now, the thing with me is, like, I used to listen to Chopped and Screwed 
because it adds like another technical element to the music. Because what you can get away with with Chopped and Screwed is you add emphasis to certain words and phrases. Like, you know, you could have a verse, chop the verse down to like 12 bars and only use one line and just repeat it twice. Mm-hmm. And just add it. It's just listening to something in a totally another sense. Like, it's mm-hmm. weird, mm-hmm. right? And that's entirely, that style's been around. Like I said, DJ Screw created it in like late 80s, whatever, and it was part of the big codeine, purple mix, and fucking mm. Texas shit. And then, like, yeah, my mate calls me up because Fergie added it to like, the other one. I'm like, where? It's like one word. Like, what are you talking about? It wasn't Thomas Screw, it just got slowed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a second. Just for a second. His voice, yeah. 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 Luda! <laughs> Thank you.